first of all, thank you for creating the space for me to truly live out courage in action. I am courage in action. This is my truth. This is my courage unfolding in real time for you to be witness to, inspired by, and to hopefully create this mirrored effect for you to connect with and tap in to the courageous self that you are. Welcome to the Living Courageously podcast. This is a place where women can really connect with themselves through the lens of courage. What does courage mean to you? What does it look like to live a courageous life? What does it mean to turn these dreams and these thoughts and these visions into these lived experiences and these realities? I'm your host, Ashley Strong-Smith. In this lifetime, I've been blessed to continuously live through a place of courage, turning my dreams into realities and truly experiencing a life that is far better than I could have ever imagined. My greatest inspiration is bringing the very tools, rituals, practices, and tangible resources to you alongside the courageous women that you'll meet here. Ultimately building a community around women choosing courage over fear, creating their dream lives. Hello and welcome back. I have cried a lot today. These are very, very happy tears. Why have I cried? One, I'm an emotional person, and that is a pretty common way in which I express my emotions. But two, it's because this past weekend, on Sunday, October 9th, on a full moon, I officially launched the Living Courageously podcast with the first three episodes. The feedback, the response, the messages, the emails, the sharing, the phone calls literally has me breathing a lot deeper, tapping into my heart's truth that much more and fuller, and my soul so inspired. Truly such a blessed and grateful place to be at. So I just really want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your encouragement and your support. And most of all, thank you for creating the space for me to truly live out courage in action. I am courage in action. This is my truth. This is my courage unfolding in real time for you to be witness to, inspired by, and to hopefully create this mirrored effect for you to connect with and tap in to the courageous self that you are. Welcome to episode four. This is all about seven ways to create an intentional and courageous roadmap for the week. A few things. One, moving forward every Tuesday, a new episode will release. So be sure to set your timers, subscribe so that you can get notifications as they come out. The other thing is I'm recording this on a Monday. I am a Monday person. 
definitely am. I am owning it. I am shining in it and I am sharing it. I love Mondays because I love this ability to start fresh, to start anew, to really reconnect with my intentions and my purpose and my why and what my action plans are and my to-do list, what I need to do for my business and, and being a mother and being a wife and all of these things. And Mondays are the days that I do it. I start it a bit on Sundays, but Mondays are the days that it really comes into culmination. So with that, it feels so appropriate to be recording this on a Monday, although you're going to be hearing it on a Tuesday. So these are seven ways that I have rooted down, grounded in creating an intentional and courageous week. Okay, number one identify what the most supportive routine is for your life, specifically for you. What works for me may not work for the next person. What works for the next person may not work for another person. You've got to make this work and be supportive for your life and the phase of life that you're in right now. Where you are right now is not where you will be in six months. So, Let this be from a moment of right now. Ways to identify what is supportive for your routine. First, start with how do you want to start your day? Be honest with yourself. Is it slowly with a quiet house and a cup of coffee? Is it with a workout? Is it creating a routine and a rhythm with maybe your journal and reading and meditating? Then you really have to identify what time do you need to get up to make this a possibility? Do you need to set your alarm an hour earlier than you know that your kids get up? Can you wake without an alarm and just let the day unfold naturally? What do you need to do for you before you start taking care of the house and the family and getting ready for work? Do you want to get fully ready? Do you need to sit outside and watch the sunrise? What do you need? This leads me to part two. Ground yourself. What do you need to be present in your body and in your environment and in your life? Is it a walk in nature? Is it a five-minute meditation? Maybe it's some yoga, a run, a workout, a bike ride. It doesn't need to be extensive, just consistent. I'm going to say that last part again. It doesn't need to be extensive, just consistent. Five minutes a day every day is better than no minutes a day every day or just crunching 20 minutes in one day. For me, one of the things that I know I need is to connect with nature. With this, I know that I can't just get up and go out into nature. My husband's a firefighter and a lot of times I'm at home with just our girl by myself. I know what I need to do is get the house ready, get her sorted and off to school. But what I do is I drop her off at school, dog already in the car, and we go directly to our hiking spot. 
I then spend the next hour connecting with myself and nature and getting the dog some exercise. I have built in what I need to ground myself into my life. You've got to create the space and be okay with creating the space. If you know this is something that you need, honor it and create the space for it. You will be better off. Your family will be better off. Your community will be better off. Number three, create a to-do list. I am all about to-do list, but in a very intentional, mindful, realistic, and supportive kind of way. Identify the things that need to get done. What I like to do is break it down by categories. What needs to be done to support you? What needs to be done to support your work? What needs to be done to support your family, your physical space, and miscellaneous stuff like paying the bills, following up with appointments, running errands, going to the grocery store, those types of things. Then after you have identified that, you're going to break it down for each day of the week. One of the key things to do here, schedule in off days. Have days that are crossed out on your calendar where there is nothing that has to get done, but simply being and existing with your family and yourself. Something you may have picked up on, and if you haven't, I'm sure you will, but words are so powerful to me. My love language is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation to myself and to my husband and to my daughter and my family and my community and my loved ones. They are so powerful. This leads me to number four. Create your to be list. Not this is separate than your to do list. This is a to be list. How do you want to feel? How do you want others to feel when they are in interactions with you? The most important part of this to-be list, at least for me, is I turn it into I am statements. So for example, I want to be present becomes I am present. I want to be compassionate becomes I am compassionate. I want to be confident becomes I am confident. I want to be a better listener becomes I am an exceptional listener. I am is this invitation and this embodiment to really not just want it, but to be it and to do it, to let the thought become a tangible reality. Brings me to five personal goals. So this is different than your to-do list and to-be list. This is something that you are working towards. Something bigger. Maybe it's a week from now. Maybe it's two weeks from now, a month, three months, or six months. What is that thing that you are working towards? I'm going to give you an example of one of my favorite personal goals and what I mean by breaking it down week by week. One of my goals at the beginning of this year was to run a half marathon here in the mountains at 6,200 feet elevation. 
I had ran a half marathon the year before, so I had some familiarity with training and what I needed to do with my body and the time it would take to start prepping. But what I wasn't familiar with was running at high altitudes. I knew that I wanted to run the half marathon by time the one year anniversary of living in the mountains happened. So I worked backwards. I found the date in which we moved up to the mountains and I worked my way back and knowing how many weeks it would take me to train for this half marathon. I scheduled it in to my planner. I scheduled in my short runs. I scheduled in my push runs, which are when you're training each week, your push run is a mile further than the previous week. And then in between, you have short runs just to keep your body training and in the process. And in between that, you have to do some strength training and workout or something like yoga to stretch the body. So I broke it down and scheduled it in to my planner. So it was a non-negotiable. It was there in pen so that eventually what is this vision and this dream becomes this reality. Number six, business goals. So this is pretty similar to the process and steps as number five with personal goals, but this is separate. So I'm obviously coming at this from an entrepreneurial standpoint when I say business goals, but this could be, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to set business goals. If you are working for a company, this works the same way. What you're working towards is obviously just a little bit different. What are you working towards? Is it to book more of your dream clients? Is it to finally launch a new website? Maybe it's to get that promotion that you've been working so hard for. What is one small thing that needs to happen every day? Break it down step by step, day by day, and put it in your planner. Let's share a little more specifically. So this example is for entrepreneurs. Let's say that you're wanting to launch a new website and your goal is within the next six months. So let's break it down. If six months from now, whatever the date it is, what do you need to do every day? Do you need to rewrite your bio? Do you need to figure out what tabs you're going to have on your website? Do you need to schedule a photo shoot? What do you need for that photo shoot? Do you want to work with a stylist? Do you need to get your hair and makeup done? Are there specific props that need to happen? Are you wanting new graphics for your website? Do you need to connect with graphic designers? What are all the components and things that you want? This brings me back to in the last episode, episode three, I shared all about my five steps and what I do to basically turn dreams into realities and stop caring what other people think and focus on how I feel. One of the major steps in that is visualization. Visualization is so powerful because it enables you to really bring these thoughts into this tangible experience, this like lived reality. Start to go through the senses of all these things that you want so that you can get specific and bring them to life. Let's now do an example if you work for a company or an individual and you want to get a promotion. When do you want this promotion? Do you want it now? 
Is there a review coming up? Do promotions usually happen at the six month mark in the year? Do they happen in the new year? What do you need to do to prepare yourself for this promotion? Do you need to get together a portfolio of your work? Do you need reviews or feedback from peers? Do you need to schedule a meeting with your boss? Again, break it down and schedule it in so that you have actionable items each week. This leads me to seven, the last one. But one, the last ones are always to me the most important ones. This is reconnecting to and celebrating yourself every day. I am so serious and just like cannot stress the importance of this enough. So what I mean by reconnecting to, reconnect to yourself, reconnect to how you started your day, reconnect to your personal goals, reconnect to your to-be list, reconnect to your to-do list, reconnect to what you've put in your calendar. The more you review it, the more you will see, one, what you have done, and two, what then you need to do for the next day. The second part of this is celebrate yourself. Celebrate these small moments. It can be something as small as you accomplish something on your list. So you're going to make your favorite iced coffee to have after lunch. Did you really embody being compassionate and a great listener? And you have a story that you want to share? Call a friend and live it out loud. Celebrate this win and do so with the people who are going to celebrate it with you. Did you take an actionable item in building that website and you received your new logo? Share it with your community. Share it with your people. Share what you're working on so that not only can they get excited about it, but you can then be reminded of why you are doing this stuff, why it matters to be in that community and that space. As I move through each week, I do these seven steps every week, although they may take on different expressions. That's why at the beginning of this, I said it needs to be supportive for where you are right now. What you need and what you may want this week is not going to be the same as next week. Start fresh. Although a lot of the personal goals and business goals are things that need to be scheduled out for future things, still honor those while honoring where you are in this moment. These seven ways to create an intentional and courageous roadmap for the week, check out the show notes. I have turned them into a full blog post with tons of examples and just supportive content so that you can live out each day and each week being intentional and courageous. Thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this community. If this resonated with you, I would love for you to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. If there is anything that you want me to elaborate on a little bit more of or a topic that you're curious about, please email me at hello at ashleystrongsmith.com. 
And if you want to see what happens in between these Tuesday episodes, you can track all the goodness over on my Instagram. My handle is at AshleyStrongSmith underscore. Looking forward to connecting with you next Tuesday. For now, keep being your courageous, amazing, inspirational self. Have a great week.